Your love is generous. Pour out mercy by your love. Pour out mercy by your love upon every nation. Pour out your mercy, Lord.
Welcome to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosea Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in. Why I 
Kingdom greetings to you, saints of the living God. Greetings to you wherever you are. In whichever time zones that we are reaching you in. Come on, show me how excited you are in the comment section. If you are excited to be connected tonight on Hope Universe, Show me your joy. Show me your joy in the comment section if you are happy to be connected. There's something about joy. It cannot be hidden. Show me your joy in the comment section. That's it. That's it. Allow me to welcome you to Hope Universe. A platform where we pray, we believe, we receive, and when we receive, we are not forgetful of who did it for us. We testify and glorify God for His doings in our life. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for connecting. If you are connecting with us for the first time, get ready to pray. Here we pray and results become visible. Miracles and testimonies are being seen right here on this platform. So get ready. If you haven't testified, you are next in line. You are next in line. Praise God. I want you to be reminded even as you are coming on this platform that we are not a group of people that are praying to a God that we do not know. We know the God whom we serve. We believe Him. He is not limited. And right here, it's not about us, but it's about Him. It's all about Jesus right here on this platform. He is Lord of our lives. He is the one who enables us to do whatever that we do. And even as you are coming with your situation into this prayer room, into this prayer I want you to know that he is not a deaf God. He hears. He is not a silent God. He speaks. He is a faithful God. His hand is not shortened at all. That he cannot redeem. God does not have amnesia. That he can forget how to help. He is a very present help in times of trouble. So no matter 
what situation you are in i want you to know that god is right here be expectant open your heart be ready to receive be ready to receive the word of god some of you will receive a prophetic word from god i want you to know that the word of god is the seed that will cause you to conceive what he wants you to conceive so accept the word of god and it will work for you hallelujah when his word is in you he watches over it to perform it no word of his will fall by the wayside it will not return unto him void but it will accomplish that which he has sent it for hallelujah i encourage you to engage whatever revelation that you capture put it right there in the comment section what you capture somebody might have missed but when you put it in the comment section we eat together and we capture together hallelujah if you haven't followed hope universe i want you to 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 make sure that you follow us <coughs> just click and tap right there on hope universe icon and you follow there is so much content that's being availed and you 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 really you really don't need to miss on that it's very important that you follow you will be informed every time we'll be live every time there will be something there will be something going on right on this pl platform you will be notified so if you haven't followed just follow allow me to thank our partners those who have been partnering with us to push this agenda thank you so much we are grateful our words might not be enough but may god reward you may he bless you may he meet you at, at your very point of need hallelujah you are blessed thank you so much for partnering with us and if you if you have not yet partnered with us and this platform is blessing you and you are benefiting from this platform i would like to encourage you to consider partnering with us and help us to push this agenda to partner with god in what he's doing in this season hallelujah allow me to appreciate our father bishop osaya tagara and amai thank you so much bishop for taking time to to connect with us to teach us allowing god to use you in the way that he's doing many of us are benefiting many of us are growing and we are thankful come on if you agree with me show it in the comment section say something let's appreciate the men of god and the women of god something is happening in us surely many we can agree 
that from the time that pot been started there's something that's been happening there's something that's been steered in us and we are grateful to God for that thank you so much bishop last but not least i want to encourage you to share this link call somebody let them know we are connected to hope universe hope universe is live let's share the link let's invite people let's come and pray together share don't tire to share share put it on your status call that friend of yours even those people that you you think might think it's weird that you are sharing you never know who needs prayer the most just take that step and share without wasting much time we are going to have another song and we'll leave the floor to the men of god as he comes in to bless us thank you so much god bless you
Shalom, everybody. Trust to find you well and that the Lord is blessing you continually. Yes, 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 yes. Shalom to you, belief. Mercy, Marita, joyous, Takani. Shalom to you, malicious. Rutenda, God bless you. I honor the spirit of the Lord Jesus, who is the bishop of my life and the custody, the custodian of my destiny, the helper in my assignment. A reliable helper, a constant friend, a constant friend is he. God bless you tonight, Leslie. Shalom to you, Tato. Bless you. Who is expectant tonight? Who is expectant tonight? So you're going to understand how we do things here. Who is expectant? Who is expectant? Who is expectant? Who is expectant? Who is hungry? is longing for a word from God who is believing God for a life-changing word the expectation of the righteous shall not be disappointed the expectation of the righteous shall not be disappointed god bless you cordelia kimberly scripture says open up your mouths and i'll fill you with good things tonight expect some good things from the presence of god expect some good things from daddy Expect some good things. We came for prayer. But you need to understand that prayer and the word of God are better served together. That recipe always works perfect well, perfectly well. That dish is always a good one prayer and the word of god 
many people would love to pray and then hear the word of God. Many people would love and are used to pray and then hearing the word of God. That's a good thing. That's a good thing right there. But I want to give you another perspective and a certain understanding today. In many places, that's the order of how we do church and things. So when people get together, we pray, we worship, and then we hear the word of God. But I want to give you a perspective. First John 5 14. First John 5 verse number 14 says, This is the confidence that we have. This is the source of our assurance. That if we ask anything, not some things, not what we can afford, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. <laughs> How many of you love to know for sure that God hears you? How would you feel? To come for prayer knowing that I'm going to be praying not to fulfill a religious obligation. But I'm going to be praying to be heard. God is going to be hearing my prayers. The reason many people don't like prayer. The reason many people enjoy prayer. It's because we think and our perspective to prayer is religious fulfillment of a moral obligation and a spiritual expectation. Because I'm a believer, I ought to pray. If I don't pray, God will catch me somewhere. Some evil will happen to me. But how about approaching prayer from this angle of First John 5.14? knowing that you are coming to pray and the God you will be talking to is ready and able Ooh. ready, willing and able uh, to hear you he's ready, willing and able to hear you and there's a way you can know that for sure there's a way you can know that for sure. When I knew this truth, it changed the way I pray. When I knew this truth, it, it changed the way I pray. I don't pray second-guessing God. A couple of years ago, we were praying in a certain house with some family. And after prayer, the... the the precious mother of that house came to me he says you know when you start praying 
I, I don't feel like praying. When you start praying, I feel like stopping to pray. I just want to listen to you. Because you pray like you know God hears you. <laughs> she says, you pray like you know God hears you. And I said, yes, I know he hears me. It's possible to pray like you know God hears you. And it's not rocket science. This is the confidence that we have. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. This is the confidence that we have. So the source of confidence is knowing that you are heard by God. And you become confident that you are heard by God when you know that you are praying according to His will. So knowing the will of God is the game changer in the praying assignment. Knowing the will of God is the game changer in the art of prayer. Knowing the will of God is the game changer in prayer engagement. This is the confidence that we have in approaching God. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So before you ask, which is a form of prayer? Before you ask, which is a form of prayer? You, you need to know, you might want to understand, is it the will of God? And there is a way of knowing, because I know some of you already have a question, how do I know the will of God? How do I know if it is the will of God? You know if it is the will of God because the will of God is not hidden. The will of God is already revealed. The word of God is the will of God. That's number one way of knowing the will of God. The word of God is the revealed will of God. <laughs> the word of God is the revealed will of God. So when you pray according to the word of God, you are praying according to the will of God. If you follow closely, if you have been here for a while, you're going to discover. Personally, I don't like praying my words. I let the word of God inspire my prayers. I meditate on the word of God and I pray back God's word to him. I pray his word back to him. I love it when I pray the word of God back to God. <laughs> you want to learn that principle? Learn to pray back God's word to him. Learn to speak back God's word to him. That's number one you can know. That's, that's one way you can know. The will of God. When you know the will of God, then you ask according to his will. When you ask according to his will, you can safely do so confidently and boldly, knowing that he hears you. <laughs>
That's what scripture is teaching us. The second way of asking according to the will of God is to pray in the spirit. Romans chapter number 8 and 26. That's the second way of knowing that you're praying according to the will of God. Romans chapter number 8 and 26. We do not know what to pray for. There are two things we don't know. We don't know what to pray for. Number two, even when we think we, we know what to pray for, we don't know how to pray for it. Because it's another thing to know what you are supposed to pray for. It's another thing to know the right way of praying about it. But the Holy Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So the Holy Spirit is our prayer partner. It's good to have prayer partners like you have on this, in this family and on this platform. But you, the Holy Spirit should be your number one prayer partner. Oh, I love the Holy Ghost. Let me see fire in the comment section if you love the Holy Ghost. I love the Holy Spirit. He's been my constant friend for years. And he has proven to be faithful. He can be trusted. He's been my strengthener in the journey. My encourager in my lowly moments. He's been the light in my darkness. He can be trusted. You want to develop a partnership relationship. A prayer partnership relationship with the Holy Spirit. Oh, how I love him. I love him, I love him, I love him. I pray he be the only constant in my life. The Holy Spirit. You want to make him the only constant in your changing world. What a prayer to pray. Holy Spirit, you are the company that doesn't have to go. Oh, you are the company that doesn't have to leave. Spirit of the living God. You are the company that doesn't have to leave. Good God Almighty. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So when you pray in the Spirit, you pray according to the will of God. Because He who knows the mind of the Father, that is the Holy Spirit, knows how to make intercession for you pray for you in accordance to the will of god and this is the confidence the confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to his will he hears us why am i sharing this i wanted to give insight and understanding as to as much as it is important for many of us to pray then hear the word of god over the years I have discovered it is very powerful enriching and effective to hear the word of God and then pray because when you hear the word of God you are tapping into the mind of God you are getting a revelation of the mind of God so after hearing the will of God and learning the will of God then you pray in accordance to his will. 
And this is the confidence that we have. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. I use this principle a lot in my prayer life. When I want to have time in personal prayer, I avoid the impatience of rushing into the closet and starting to mumble and utter stuff to God. I get into my closet. I start reading the word of God prayerfully. That's very key. I start reading the word of God prayerfully. Take note. Reading the word of God. Yes. Reading the word of God prayerfully. What does that mean? Reading the word of God prayerfully. It means I approach the word of God as the word of God. Not just as literature, but as the word of God. I don't come to the word of God with assumptions. I let the word of God speak to me. I open my heart prayerfully and I say, God, speak to me through your word. Remember, prayer is not telling God what you want. Prayer is not running down your prayer list, your item, your, your, your list of items to God. Right? Prayer is communication with God. means God speaks to you and you speak to God. So reading the word of God prayerfully means you are saying, God, speak to me through your word. Speak to me through your word. That, that is prayerful study of the word of God. Prayerful reading of the word of God. So as I do that, I flow, I flow, and I, I'm sensitive to hear what is the word of God saying to me. And I come to particular portions where the word of God begins to talk to me. And I can sense this scripture is talking to me. This word is talking to me. From that place, sometimes I don't continue. I start zeroing in and going deeper on that portion. Digging deeper. I allow the Holy Spirit to start leading me to more places in the scriptures where God spoke and addressed that particular matter. Not only do I allow the Holy Spirit, I even start looking, researching intentionally other places where God spoke about that particular subject. And the more I do that, I continue to hear God reveal to me His will through His word. And the more I do that, the more the will of, the will of God and the voice of God becomes clear and clear concerning that matter. And my spirit is now so used to that that it, I begin to sense a spirit of prayer from within rising. That means, as it is in the natural, that when someone starts talking to you, talking to you, talk, talking to you, the more they talk to you, the more you feel like answering back. <laughs> the more they talk to you, the more you feel like also speaking back. And that is how prayer ought to be. That the more the word of God speaks to you, then you come to a place where you feel like, Hey God, let, let me tell you something about what you're talking about. Let me answer back. Let me also tell you what I feel and what I'm sensing about 
oh, oh, let me agree with you about what you're talking about. Now, there goes prayer. There goes effective prayer. There goes effective prayer. Ashada. Oh, I've taught some stuff right there. I've just taught some powerful stuff right there. Ushakabadaya. So from there, then I slide into. I slide into what many would call prayer. But my prayer does not start when my prayer starts. My prayer starts when I posture my heart and I say, God, I'm going to read your word. Speak to me. I had an encounter a couple of years ago that changed my attitude concerning the word of God. I was fasting and praying to understand God's calling and purpose uh, for my life. And as I was fasting and praying, I had a divine encounter. My spirit left my body and the whole house in there became like transparent transparent glass and an angel of the lord walks into the dining where i had left my bible on the dining table the attitude he had when he was carrying the bible as i was seeing it gave me a lesson of a lifetime that the word of god ought to be regarded as sacred and sanctified and i carried that posture of heart as i create time to study the word of god so i just thought i should share that i just thought i should i would teach you that a practical principle that will enhance your devotional life as you grow in the knowledge of god Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Thank you, Spirit of the Living God. Who has been blessed? Who learned something tonight? Who is already blessed? Who is already learning something? Who is already learning something? Sometimes the most powerful things spiritually, they don't have to be spooky and weird. It's simple, basic principles that when you understand them, they open a realm, a realm of revelation and give you access to a better, better revelation of God. Tlakanipo Moyo. Tlakanipo Moyo. Are you still here? Tlaka, are you still here? Are you still here? Are you still here? Let me see you in the comment section. I hope you can be patient because I want to pray for you. There's something the Lord laid on my heart to speak over your life. Who has learned something? Who has learned something? Who has learned something today? Who is learning something? Moyo. I'm going to need to pray with you. Who is connected? Who is here? Who is ready? So we're going to go deeper in the word of God. We're going to go deeper in the word of God. We're going to go deeper in the word of God. We're, go, we're going to go deeper we're going to go deeper in, in the word of God. Today, God, God has put a beautiful word in my spirit and in my heart for you. You're going to love this. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Praise God. Who is ready to pray? Who is ready to pray? 
praise God Lombard God bless you God bless you so John chapter number 8 and 32 John chapter number 8 verse number 32 John chapter number 8 verse number 32 this was just an a starter this was just a starter yes oh you're back now it's like, it's like I was looking for you okay I was looking for you so I hope you can be I hope you can be you can be patient because I want to pray for you after this word I want to pray for you after this word praise God John 8 and 32 and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free bless you Becky you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free oh how i love your word how i love your word holy ghost you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free not your pastor but you you shall know the truth <laughs> not your prophet but you shall know the truth not your mother but you shall know the truth we need to understand the subject who is supposed to know the truth god has to heal this generation from a hell inspired fear of the personal relationship with god the responsibility to know the truth is yours my god the responsibility to know the truth is yours there is a hell inspired fear of the personal relationship with god in this generation some time ago i was teaching and i said in the world of business you have scenarios where people can apply for a tender or a contract for which they have no expertise but as long as they have got chances of getting it granted losonda bahai they apply and by one way or another they get it granted and after having it granted they then subcontract that contract to someone who has the expertise who might not have known about the opportunity or who had no opportunity to be granted that opportunity so the person does the job they get paid and then they pay the person who did the job simple principle so you subcontract the work for which you got the contract but you need to understand that there are things someone can do for you in the kingdom of god and in your spiritual journey and there are some things that when you really want to know the truth you might want to understand that it's called do it yourself diy do it yourself you need to know the diy's of the kingdom of god or oh, am i talking to somebody here i hope i have not upset you as yet i hope i have not upset you as yet 
and I don't promise I might not. <laughs> they are do they are DIYs of your spiritual journey. There are things that you cannot hundred percent delegate to somebody. Yes, they are DIYs of the kingdom of God. Number one. You cannot subcontract. You cannot totally subcontract prayer. <laughs> you cannot totally subcontract prayer. That somebody is going to pray for me. That's number one. Prayer is a DIY. In the kingdom of God. Number two. You cannot subcontract your salvation. You cannot get saved on behalf of another. No. You can't get saved on behalf of another. The decision to have the relationship with the Lord is and ought to be a personal decision. Salvation is not genetically transmitted. Raja Dabakaya. Neither is salvation sexually transmitted. The fact that you are married doesn't mean that the other one is saved. It's a do it yourself. You cannot be saved on behalf of another. You can't be saved on behalf of another. The choice and the decision to accept Jesus is a personal decision. So, so, so you then number three, you cannot know the truth on behalf of another you cannot subcontract the knowledge of truth you can't subcontract the knowledge of truth but you know what uh, I'm, I'm fine because my husband knows the truth so I'm okay I'm covered I'm fine because my bishop knows the truth so I'm covered <laughs> I'm fine because my grandfather knows the truth let on the cobadias Oh, you better help me teach this thing today. Yeah, you better you, you got to help me. You got to pull this thing out. Glory be to God. You got to pull this thing out because it's gonna end very, very good. Right. So so you can't be comfortable that your boyfriend knows the truth, so you are safe. Your girlfriend knows the truth, so you're safe. It's a do it yourself. You shall know the truth. You shall know the truth. You cannot be comfortable that your father, your mother, your grandfather was a mighty man of God, was a mighty woman of God. Life alone will bring you to a place where it will verify whether the God you know is your God or the truth you know is your truth or somebody else's truth. That is the reason why you cannot be comfortable to walk with a man of God or to walk with a woman of God who hides the truths of God and the ways of God to you. Even though he cares enough for you to pray for you when you are in need. That's good, but that's not good enough. At some point, Elijah has to show Elisha how the waters are parted. Jadaba. At some point, Jesus has to show Peter, James and John how the bread is multiplied. 
you need to be able to have access into the ways of God to see how things are done. The responsibility to know the truth cannot be delegated. You shall know the truth. If you are reading this in your Bible, mark that word you and say me or I. You shall know the truth. The responsibility to know the truth is yours. When Jesus died on the cross, my brothers and my sisters, the veil, the curtain, the healthy thick curtain that separated the holy place and the holy of holies. That curtain was so thick that you could not tear it with human hands. But a miraculous occurrence happened on the day Jesus died on the cross. That thick curtain was torn. Not from the bottom up, but from the top to the bottom. Signifying that every Jack and Jew, every woman and man, Gentile and Jew, now he has access for intimate fellowship with the Father. You cannot be satisfied as a new covenant believer having a distant and represented relationship with God. Actually, the essence of new covenant ministry, Shande Makabadai. Are you ready for this? I'm not sensing you. I can't feel you. I can't feel you. Lesson Dabakaya. I can't feel you. Let me see you in the comment section if you are. You got to pull this thing out of me. I sense there's something God is putting in my spirit. But 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 there, there is an attitude that you have to see so before you deliver certain things. The true essence of new covenant ministry is not mediation ministry. The true essence of new covenant ministry is not to mediate on behalf of people. Though that is possible, I can be able to intercede for you and to pray for you. But that is not the true calling of new covenant ministry. New covenant ministry at its core is supposed to render the veil so that the ordinary person and the believer can have access to a relationship with God. Your minister of the word of God, your preacher, your pastor, your prophet, your apostle, has not yet done a finished job as a minister. If he has not brought you to a place of maturity where you can be able to have communion, access, and a relationship with God, in such a way that you are able to stand spiritually and to walk with God in his absence. I am in John 8 32. You shall know the truth. And I am arguing this truth worth of all acceptance. That the responsibility to know the truth is not your prophets, it's not your apostles, it's yours. You have a personal responsibility. You owe it to yourself. Good God Almighty. I wish I had a believer who loves the truth of the word of God here. You owe it to yourself, mercy to love the word of God and to know the truth. You shall know the truth. Your pastor doesn't owe you the knowledge of the truth. Your apostle doesn't. You owe it to yourself to know the truth. And I'm saying this again as the background of a crisis 
The greatest pandemic in our generation is not COVID. The greatest pandemic in our time is the loss of appetite for the truth. Jina Makonda Zada. The greatest pandemic in our generation is the loss of appetite for the truth. Lazonda Bakabada. The greatest pandemic of our time is the loss of appetite for the truth. We have people that would rather have you lie to them rather than tell them the truth. People would rather have you lie to them than tell them the truth. May God heal your test buds spiritually. May God heal your spiritual test buds. So that you can have a hunger for the truth of God's word. May God heal your test buds. So that you can have a hunger for the truth. And a hunger for the word of God. You shall know. <laughs> you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. What is to know? To know means to intimate yourself. Lazondo Koba. To know is to intimate yourself. To acquaint yourself. To develop a close relationship. <laughs> My God. It is as a process of a man and a woman coming together. To make a baby. That process of intimacy is knowing each other. You hear the Bible saying, and Zechariah knew his wife. And so and so knew his wife. You shall know the truth. There has to come a time in your life where you have to be willing to intimate yourself with the truth of God's word. Rabada. You want to intimate yourself with the truth. In the days of your life, may God grant you grace that you will be able to develop an intimate relationship with the truth. Many people have a good relationship with a lie. Sometimes we develop sore ties. Oh my God, this can only be the Holy Ghost. There are people who have developed an intimate relationship and developed sore ties with deception and lies so that by the trial, by the time the truth comes to propose a relationship with them, they are already engaged. There are some people who have walked a journey with deception. You have made a covenant commitment to deception, but when the truth comes, you rather resist the truth. It's never too late to divorce deception. It's never too late to divorce ignorance. It's never too late. My God. There is never a time called too late to divorce deception, lies, and hypocrisy. You shall know the truth. 
you shall know the truth it's a must to know the truth especially in the times that we are in it's a must it's not a luxury it's a must to know the truth the bible says buy the truth and don't sell it buy the truth and don't sell it Shadabakaya. not everything must be sold in life when you find the truth you should capture and keep it pricelessly Lezonama. you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free let's go deeper to know the truth is to be one with the truth to know the truth is to experience the truth it's not just a mess mental ascension and assertion that you know what yeah no i agree this is the truth to know the truth means to make the truth part of your life to know the truth is to make yourself to make the truth decide and govern your lifestyle now let's go deeper you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free now here is principle number one only the truth that you know will set you free only the truth that you know will make you free only the truth that you know will set you free secondly the truth that you don't know cannot deliver you the truth that you don't know cannot set you free so firstly we are saying only the truth that you know will set you free number two the truth that you don't know cannot set you free any area of bondage in your life hmm? any area of bondage and oppression in your life is an indicator of a truth that you don't know any area of your life where you feel bound is an indicator of the truth that you don't know oh this is good any area of bondage in your life any area of oppression in your life any area where you are bound and limited is an indicator of the truth you don't know about that area but you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free so understand this life has got many facets you have your spiritual life you have your social life you have your financial life you have your business life you have all these areas of your life now listen to, me. to every area of your life God has a truth about it. To every area of your life, God has a truth about it. And if you don't know the truth of God's word about that particular area, you will be bound in that area. If you don't know the truth of God's word about that area of your life, you will be held captive 
in that particular area. The power of the devil to hold you hostage and to keep you in captivity is in ignorance. Hosea 4, 6 says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Ignorance empowers bondage. Ignorance empowers bondage. Good God Almighty. Am I still talking to somebody here? Do I still have people connected here? <laughs> Do I still have people connected here? If this is helping you, if this is blessing you, let me see fire in the comment section. <laughs> let me see fire in the comment section. I know some of you are writing notes. But I, I want to see your engagement. I will do you a favor. I'm going to broadcast this. I'm going to publish this episode. So you will have it. Ignorance empowers bondage. Ignorance empowers oppression. Anywhere where there is oppression. You will see deliberate promotion of ignorance oh this is good stuff anywhere where there is bondage you will see intentional deliberate promotion of ignorance anybody who encourages you in a lifestyle of ignorance empowers your bondage lazoko Anybody that encourages you to entertain ignorance prolongs your bondage. But you shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth. And the truth shall make you free. That means bondage in any area of your life whether spiritual social financial economic any bondage is because you lack truth or you do not have the truth and the absence of truth is not demons <laughs> good god almighty the absence of truth is not generational curses the absence of truth is deception deception is the opposite of truth now you will understand this revelation now the greatest bondage in humanity was not by power many people are conscious and are seeking to understand the power of the devil. Today I will seek to establish and help you understand where the power of the devil lies. The power of the devil is not in his power. Mm. The power of demons is not in their power. The power of the devil and the power of demons is in deception humanity's bond is in bondage today not because the devil is powerful 
but because humanity was deceived we are where we are not us because we are redeemed but the world is where it is now because of deception in the garden of eden and the opposite of deception is truth so the first adam went into captivity with the entire human race by deception the second adam seeks to bring us out of op operation out of captivity by the truth that's why jesus says i am the way i am the truth to know jesus is to know the truth my god bondage is a result of deception and you need to understand a deeper level here when we talk about truth and deception deception is not the utter absence of truth deception is not the total absence of truth actually deception might even have more of the truth but mixed with a lie and it is the mixture of a lie in truth that makes deception difficult to perceive oh yeah come and it is the mixture of the truth and a lie that makes deception very difficult that's why deceptive people are not easy for a natural person to perceive because they have a greater part of them that is truthful razonda kabada but i declare you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free there's a miracle that is happening in your life in this season i prophesy by that by the power of this teaching God is going to open your eyes to all spiritual deception. God is going to open your eyes to all spiritual deception and deceptive activities around you. God is going to open your eyes to deceptive relationships. Not everybody that's in your company of friends is your friend. Sometimes the enemy puts his inner battalion in your inner circle but you need deception you need discernment you need discernment so that you are not kept and held hostage by deception you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free today i declare by the truth of god's word that every bondage because of deception every bondage because of ignorance every bondage because of the absence of truth it loses its hold on your life in the name of jesus every deception in your social life every ignorance in your social life and any bondage that came with it by the power of god's truth and the truth of the holy spirit may you be liberated may you be delivered in the name of jesus so what we are saying is this ignorance empowers bondage ignorance empowers oppression 
But I decree and declare your freedom in Jesus' mighty name. By the knowledge of the... May God give you access to truth. Mm. As you read the word of God, may God give you access to truth. May God give you access to revelation, to uncover deception, and to dispel ignorance. I put a post today on my Facebook. And I said, your preacher might, must not feed your ignorance. But he must destroy the darkness thereof. The last thing you want is a preacher who buttresses and reinforces your ignorance. Karaba Zoba. Bondage gets its grip on your life through deception, ignorance, and the absence of truth. But you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So we are saying only the truth that you know will make you free. When I was in high school, as a young man, I visited another school. And I think Messi Macheka, that was Messi Macheka's school. I visited this school and I had a very interesting story. So a certain high school girl would be oppressed and attacked by demonic spirits. Such vicious demonic spirits. And they would take her underwater. She would vanish in a pool of water. Find herself in a, in a world underwater. That's a story for another day. And when that would happen, she would become unconscious. But she would be gone. And now, desperate students who had a limited revelation of God. Sometimes they would take a Bible or a hymn book and put it on top of the demon possessed person as a form of exorcism and to try and cast out the demon such activities some of you you are very familiar with them some people even put a bible under their pillow thinking that that will give them a peace for night of sleep those are activities that are very religious and demons laugh at such activities it's not the truth in the Bible under your pillow that will set you free. It is the truth that you know that will set you free. The truth does not have to be under your pillow to deliver you. The truth has to be in your heart. The truth has to be in your spirit, in your mind. Am I teaching somebody here? It's not the truth in the Bible you are holding. That sets you free. It's the truth that you know. So don't put the Bible under your pillow. Put the Bible in your heart. Put the word of God in your heart, in your mind, on your mouth. This book of the law shall not depart, not from under your pillow. The Bible says this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate upon it by day and by night. So if you want freedom, you don't put Bibles and hymn books under your pillow. You will be hit left, right, and center with demons. With the five Bibles under your pillow. Put the word of God in your heart. Speak that word out of your mouth. Oh my God. So they would do that. And we got there and we taught them to the truth. That demons don't respond to Bibles and hymn books. 
demons respond to the truth. Glory be to God. Only the truth that you know will set you free. True deliverance. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm plowing here. True deliverance. Now, I'm going to shake your pastor's theology now. And I'm going to shake your religious convictions. True deliverance is not in how weird the activities you are made to do. Some of you in your pursuit of deliverance, you are forced and advised to do weird things. I have seen people being asked to do weird things in a desperate pursuit of deliverance. Can I help some people here today? Can I help somebody here today? Some people are asked to do untold things in the name of deliverance. I wish I had a few people that need to be helped here. Some people are forced to wear strange things in the name of looking for deliverance. Some are given threads to put around their waist, around their ankles, around their feet. Some are given stones and weird things and waters and rubber bands and wristbands and a whole lot of crazy stuff. But that's even the smaller part of it. Others, uh, I know people who were raped by so-called men of God and women of God in pursuit of deliverance. That's demonic activity. That is demonic activity at its best. Some people have become so acquainted with deception and hypocrisy that even if they come and they need deliverance and you give them the truth that should set them free, they feel like, you are, no, 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 you are not powerful enough. You are not powerful enough. You are not powerful enough. Some other time I got a call from some people in Europe. They needed help over a particular issue concerning what they wanted to do business-wise and software. And I said, listen, this is all you need to do. And I declared the word of God concerning their matter. And the person that had referred them to me who knows me very well who is also mature spiritually they called the person later afterwards they said no man we really expected I, I don't think that is enough that so you so you want us to start before we do any ritual or oh, nothing happens just just because you have not given them weird things that they are used to they feel that they, they it's not enough <laughs> Many people's Christianity and spirituality is mixed up with African traditional and ancestral worship. So much so that if they don't have tangible things associated with their deliverance, they feel that it's not powerful enough. I heard another one who was actually told that, you know what, the blood of Jesus is no longer that powerful enough. So you need to mix the blood of Jesus with some peace and that and some water and but a blue rubbish lie from the pit of hell. The blood
blood of Jesus has never lost its power. Taku knows what I'm talking about. The blood of Jesus never will never lose its power. How can you how can you say the blood of Jesus is no longer powerful? It is the truth that set you free. Authentic deliverance and genuine deliverance is not in things but in the revelation of the truth. Which truth is that Jesus Christ Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law and broke the strongest bondage that the devil could ever exert on humanity. When you really understand the truth of the finished work of the cross of Calvary, just a declaration of a word and of the truth of God's word should be enough. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Genuine deliverance is not sin by how hard you fall on the ground when you are prayed for. It's possible for you to be prayed for, fall down to the ground, wake up bound more than you were bound before you fall down. It's possible that when you are prayed for, the power of God touches you, you can fall down. But falling down is not the deliverance. It is the truth that sets you free and makes you free. I don't care what you are made to drink. You can drink all the oils you want to drink. You can drink all the waters you want to drink. Sea water, bore water, tap water, dirty water, clean water, red water, all colors of water you want to drink. If there is no truth in your administration of deliverance, all those tokens can only make you more bound than before. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Razoko Bada. Some of you, you might receive what I'm teaching right now with hesitation. But when you have gone up and down, when you have gone to the west, and you have gone to the east, and you have gone to the south, and you have gone to wherever, and you have not found your freedom, at least you will come back to this truth. I give you the liberty but I want to assure you, it is the truth of God's word that sets people free. If you are still here, let me see fire in the comment section. Let me see fire in the comment section. There is a place for prophetic tokens. But prophetic tokens cannot replace the truth. It is the truth that sets men and women free. Good God Almighty. It is the truth that sets men and women free. You will forgive me, I have this one. I'm going to speak in a tongue, in a heavenly language. People rush to places where they are actually put in greater bondage.
bondage because the enemy has killed our test buds for the truth of God's word but I declare you shall be an exception you shall be an exception I want to vaccinate you from deception by the truth of God's word that no matter where you go no matter where you go you will not be a victim anymore you will not be a victim of lies you will not be a victim of deception you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free how is this so true because the greatest bondage that humanity ever entered into was by deception in the garden you don't counter deception with power you might want to get this one you don't counter deception with power you don't reverse deception with power many people look for powerful men of God many people look for powerful women of God <laughs> hey I'm looking for a powerful man of God I'm looking for a powerful man of God my situation is serious hey I'm you have already prescribed yourself a wrong solution if you are under bondage you don't need power if you are being bound you need truth the counter measure to this, to oppression and bondage is truth not power. Marazoko badaba, lesoko badiazadabaka. So there is to reverse what was done by deception. You need the truth. I will show you something. Many people that are joining queues and ending queues of deliverance in many places. Most of their bondage is not because the devil is powerful but it's because the devil is deceptive and as long as you look for power you will find all the powers that you want in the world but you will not find the freedom you require because your bondage is by deception not by power Shadabakaya. this is the reason why after all the binding that happens in many churches the devil is still not bound there are places where people bind the devil left right and center monday to sunday they are binding the devil and i wonder why is it that the devil they are binding cannot be bound what kind of binding is that because the binding of the kingdom jesus says whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven why is it that your devil is not being bound you are binding every day i bind i bind i bind you need to understand that there is power in truth there is power in truth sometimes you don't need powerful people as in as, as we understand power people who make people fall throw jackets and people fall down 
make you drink water and you start running around all over the church you don't want power in that context you want power in the truth you want power in the truth zadavakaba there's power in truth spiritual power is in truth and you need to understand that truth has dimensions number one truth is a person and that person is called jesus when you get a revelation and you know the truth called jesus he said i am the truth when you know jesus get ready for deliverance when you know jesus get ready to be set free people who were blind when they got a revelation of who jesus was when they got a revelation of the truth of who jesus was the blind received their sight lepers were healed when you know who jesus is when you know the truth called jesus you will be set free today i want to give you an opportunity to know the truth called jesus christ jesus is the truth not only is jesus the truth he taught the truth the second dimension of truth are principles of the kingdom of god the kingdom of god has got principles when you understand those principles and you work those principles you will be set free every area of your life has got biblical truth i'll give a simple example there is biblical truth wisdom knowledge and understanding concerning relationships and marriage if you are ignorant of principles of relationships and marriage and you continue to violate those principles this is what is going to happen you might blame demons of anti-marriage in your family that are not there principles are principles when you work them they work for you when you work against them they work against you so if you want your marriage to last you want to work marriage you want to learn the truth about marriage practice those principles and look what will happen certain people who are being forced to roll on the ground in the name of the deliverance they should just be set down and taught simple mazokoba simple biblical principles you violate marry biblical marriage principles but you want marriage and now you chase every prophet around town looking for deliverance and yet you continue to violate biblical principles of marriage doesn't work like that finances have got principles they are financial principles and financial principles they don't regard your religious affiliation if you are a believer who violates financial principles they work against you and you don't cover up <laughs> you don't cover i wish i had time to teach on this <laughs> certain things just need principles principles of god's word concerning the area of your life you want god to set you free i will i will tell you now there is a niche of ministry of praying for marriages 
deliverance for marriage that is driving in many places and many of you are clients there <laughs> many of you are clients there but i will show you something why is it that many are battling in that area you want to drive a car you go to driving school you want to be a lawyer you go to law school you cannot wake up and just become a medical doctor a gynecologist a neurologist you go to medical school you learn that and then you come and you practice you want to be an accountant you go to business school you learn accounting you become an accountant you want to become an engineer you go to engineering school you do books and you study principles and laws of physics and engineering then you come and you become you become an engineer you want to become a pilot you go to aviation school you learn piloting and then you 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 start then then you can <coughs> you can actually carry 400 people on a plane marriage is the only institution where people enter in there with no clue of learning all they have are inspirations and daydreams of what they saw on movies from hollywood and the people that are acting the hollywood movie they themselves don't even believe in marriage and we use the world system to help us formulate our basis of the marital institution and we expect to do well in marriage and when the whole thing fails we start blaming ancestral spirits generational curses spirits that does not want us to get married i know the devil is bad but please don't just accrue all these issues on him for some things that he is not responsible for if the area of your life that you want god to bring healing how much time have you invested how much knowledge have you invested in that area how much truth have you sought concerning that particular area how much truth do you know some of you don't even want to hear about counseling you don't want counseling you want to be laid hands on you just want people who will lay hands on you you don't even want a counselor you don't want anybody that will give you advice all you want is to be prayed for. You want an anointing. You want a bottle. Your shelf is almost full now. With different anointings. Anointing oils. You might want to understand. That any area of your life that you refuse truth about. You permit bondage. Any area of your life where you refuse truth. You permit bondage whatever is dying in your life is a sign of ignorance in that area of your life whatever is held hostage any area of bondage in your life is an indicator of an area of ignorance the truth you refuse is the bondage you permit ah yeah am i teaching here am i teaching any truth you deny is a bondage you permit any truth you deny is a bondage you permit whatever you don't have is a sign of what you don't know 
whatever you don't have is a sign of what you don't know if you want to have it seek knowledge and light about that particular area of your life what truth does don't you know about that area the more truth you know about that particular area the more capacity you develop to have authority in that area whoever has what you don't have whoever has what you don't have knows something that you don't know whoever has what you don't have knows something that you don't know that's why you need to commit in your journey of faith that i am not going to be an ignorant believer i am not going to be an ignorant believer rather than filling your house with prophetic tokens you want to have a library in your house of books that teach biblical truths about different areas of your life you don't want a house that is like a shrine some people's houses are like shrines they have got weird things yet they don't even know their very own bible they don't even know their own bible but they have all these different kinds of things in their homes you don't want to be a believer who operates like a witch doctor refuse ignorance refuse ignorance desire the truth desire the truth the holy spirit is not the spirit of spookiness weirdness and the strange activity he is called the spirit of truth when the holy spirit comes upon you he gives you enlightenment and the bible says he shall guide you into all truths why because you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free for some of you your idea of the holy spirit is very whacked your idea of the holy spirit is that this force that comes upon you and causes you to do weird things vomit and roll on the floor and he is called the spirit of truth he guides you into all truth may the holy spirit teach you may the holy spirit start teaching you the truths about areas of your life where the enemy was taking advantage of you may the holy spirit start teaching you truths i understand i understand i understand no response in the comment section i understand very very well you shall know the truth where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom why because he's the spirit of truth you want to love the word of god i want to commend you to god the apostle Paul says i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to establish you and to give you an inheritance among the saints i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to establish you i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to establish you listen to me the word of god is able to establish you in any area of your life you need to spend time navigate the word of god spend time in the word of god buy books 
proper, proper books written by solid men of God. Rezona Makaya. That uncover biblical truths and principles concerning areas of your life where you need God to unleash you, where you need freedom and growth in. Shadabakaya. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anybody being blessed here today? Anybody being blessed here today? I want to pray with some people here today. Glory be to God. I'm going to be praying with some people here today. This one is a heavy one. I think I have to stop it here. I have to stop it here for today. <laughs> I have to stop it. I have to stop it here today. God bless you, Wanda. Precious. I have to stop it here today. But I want to take some time and pray. <laughs> Veronica is saying, don't stop. <laughs> if you have not followed hope universe i want you to click the hope universe icon now because i'm gonna restart this session for prayer i'm gonna restart this session for prayer i want to pray with you today you see after truth like this you're going to discover something just a word is enough to change your life break every bondage the reason why we battle with demons in many places is because there's no truth Jesus never did four hours with the demon. Why? Because he was the truth. Demons have no match with the truth. Oppression is no match with the truth. That's why tonight I will just declare a word on your life. And you will walk into total freedom. You will walk into total freedom. I'm going to pray for the most stubborn areas of your life. I'm going to declare a word on the area of your greatest struggle. Just a word you will see. The proof is in the pudding. The proof of the power of truth is in the pudding. You will see it. You will see it. Just a word will set you into a realm of freedom that you were chasing for a long time. God wants to set you free. God wants to do you good. Tonight is your night of freedom. I say tonight is your night of freedom. I need you to jump in quickly. When I restart this session, I want you to be the first one to jump in as you jump in i'm gonna be praying speaking a word on somebody's life declaring the truth of god's word i'm gonna pray for needs i'm gonna pray for you i'm gonna pray for you i'm just gonna declare a word of god as you believe you see the hand of god 